Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Checks at Fairfax County Public Schools. I'm Dick Yoliano. Threats to historically black colleges remain unsolved as students return to class. I'm not surprised. I'm Mike Marillo. Last month's primary election is not over for Democrats in the Montgomery County executive race. I'm Kate Ryan. It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Kobe Bryant's widow takes the stand in her lawsuit against Los Angeles County over photos taken after a deadly helicopter crash. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti reports. Vanessa Bryant entered the courthouse looking determined, testifying emotionally about grisly photos that were taken, then shared by first responders after the helicopter crash that killed her husband, Kobe, daughter Gianna, and seven others. Bryant says she felt blindsided, devastated, hurt, and betrayed. Just weeks after the crash, the L.A. County Sheriff admitted at least eight deputies had shared graphic photos of the scene. And court documents claim the images appeared on at least 28 department devices. Former Vice President Mike Pence comments on whether he took any classified information with him. More from CBS's Steve Futterman. Mike Pence says he never took any classified material when he left office in 2021. In an interview, Pence was asked specifically if he retained any classified documents. Pence said no, not to my knowledge. The issue has come to the forefront after FBI agents acting on a search warrant retrieved boxes of material from former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. Among the items were numerous classified documents, including some marked top secret. Steve Futterman, CBS News. British national El Shafi El Sheikh has been sentenced to life in prison for his participation in kidnapping and killing American hostages 10 years ago. He and other ISIS captors with British accents were dubbed Beatles by the hostages. Four American hostages were killed, including Diane Foley's son. Today we remember four extraordinary young Americans. Kayla Mueller, Peter Kassig, Stephen Sotloff, and our son Jim Foley. There's a tropical storm warning in effect for portions of South Texas. A strong system is moving through the Gulf of Mexico. Dr. Rick Nabb with the Weather Channel. This will bring strong winds and some moisture into South Texas, and this will contribute to flooding farther to the north well into next week. The storm is in the Gulf a few hundred miles south-southeast of the Rio Grande River and is moving northwest. Part of West Virginia is still reeling from flooding, and forecasters say there's more rain to come starting tomorrow. Meantime, in Virginia, the Charlottesville area got around seven inches of rain in the last six weeks. Many vineyard owners hope it'll stop, but orchard owner Cynthia Childs loves it. Oh, it's great for um, the crops we're growing. The apples are getting really good size to them. Uh, it's a few weeks before harvest harvest for most of them. Bed Bath & Beyond stock tumbles after an influential investor exits. This is CBS News. Hire with minimal effort and max speed with Indeed. Their hiring solution platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates efficiently. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. It's 10.03 on Friday, August 19th, 2022. 74 in Rockville, down to the mid-60s to low-70s. Good evening, I'm Michelle Bash. 
The top local stories we're following this hour. The Fairfax County Public School System is re-examining part of its hiring process. This after firing a school counselor it learned had a criminal past. Details now from WTOP's Dick Giuliano. Fairfax County Public School Superintendent Michelle Reed says a third-party review is underway to learn how Darren Thornton could have been working as a Glasgow Middle School counselor. Thornton was fired this week after the school system learned he has a past conviction outside the county of soliciting prostitution from a minor. It's become clearer and clearer that our systems or processes in place clearly were not robust enough to support a different outcome. Dr. Reed says all school employees' background and reference checks are being reviewed and new hires to the school system will have background checks completed before starting work. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. We have reached out to former Fairfax County Superintendent Scott Braybrand for comment. School bus stop changes are coming to Blake Lane in Fairfax County. It's the road where two Oakton High School students were killed on June 7th. Fairfax County School Board member Carl Frisch says most stops are being eliminated. 22 bus stops are being changed in time for school this coming week. Students will no longer uh, be waiting for the bus along uh, the busy Blake Lane. Six stops will remain, but students will wait for the buses on side streets at least 50 feet away from Blake Lane and won't approach the buses until all traffic is stopped. 18-year-old driver Usman Shahid is facing two charges of involuntary homicide in that June crash. It's been six months since a slew of bomb threats came into several of the nation's historically black colleges and universities, and so far there have been no arrests. It's something students and parents were talking about during move-in day today at Howard University. Latoya Bridgewater from Bermuda is here at Howard University helping her daughter move in for the school year. She says hearing that the people behind the threats are still out there. I'm not surprised because, again, prioritizing um, the safety of black people has never been... You know, it's never been a priority, I feel, in the United States especially. Her daughter, sophomore Nazara. I feel like this stuff always happens, so it's just, it is what it is. The FBI tells WTOP its investigation into the nationwide threats continues and investigators continue to pursue leads. And the Bureau reminds a school returns that issuing a threat is a crime. At Howard University, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP has reached out to Howard U for comment. A driver convicted of taking part in a deadly drag race in Montgomery County, Maryland in 2019 has learned his sentence. 29-year-old Noe Suriel of Silver Spring has been sentenced to five years in prison on charges of driving a motor vehicle in a race or speed contest and gross negligent manslaughter. Prosecutors say Suriel and two other drivers were racing each other on Georgia Avenue until all three cars hit a fourth car that was trying to turn onto an entrance ramp to the intercounty connector. The driver of that car, 32-year-old Rene Antonio Hernandez Jr. of Olney, was killed. The other two drivers pleaded guilty to similar charges and faced sentencing in September. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. Board of election teams were back at Work County conducting the recount in the Democratic primary race for county executive. This time, the counting's taking place at the Germantown Recreation Center, where 50 tables have been set up to perform the manual recount of all voted paper ballots 
in the contest between incumbent County Executive Mark Elrich and challenger David Blair. Observers are allowed, and County Board of Elections Attorney Kevin Karpinski laid out the rules. If you have a challenge as an observer, the campus teams, the recount teams, immediately stop their work. Elrich led by 35 votes when the results were certified by the State Board of Elections. The recount is expected to run through the weekend. Four years ago, Elrich beat Blair by 77 votes after a partial recount. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. And Bethesda Beat is reporting that David Blair has gained four votes in a recount from the early voting period. Coming up after traffic and weather, the new Game of Thrones prequel coming out this weekend. And up next, we'll talk about it with James Hibbard, the Hollywood reporter.